Guys, make sure you're following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It massively helps us out. Enjoy the episode. After a very lengthy, lengthy break, we are back. And can I talk? No. But welcome back to Pitside, ladies and gentlemen. Today I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Oliver Fletcher Warrington, a.k.a. Reeve. That can't run. Why, do people not know your full name? Probably not, no. Well, I don't know. I mean, everyone knows my name's Theodore Baker. To then, all right. Fine. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, we're back, and I've got a McDonald's cup, but it's actually full of coffee. Um, nice. So there you go. Now, um, obviously, there was no episode last week. Yeah, we've had a bit of a hiatus, because uh, sadly, both? I got it, and both? then you got yeah, it. both of us have had COVID, so uh, you might be able to hear it in my voice a little bit still. Yeah, which is weird, because... Obviously, we don't want to go too much into the old COVID situation, yep. but it is very rife at the moment. Yeah. And, um, mate, I, I had a cold it's for... It's nice a... of you to... <laughs> That's what I ask. Yeah, stay alert, control <laughs> no. the virus. As I say, it's nice of you to bring your dad to the pod. But... Oh, because of the blonde yes. and the stupidity. Eh? <laughs> ah, but haircut! <laughs> um, but anyways, mate, I, was, I had a cold for a day. Maximum two days. You just built different, man. I, do, I think I am. Just, it affects people differently. Yeah, I think I am. Maybe my immune system is just built different. Oh, and you're going to be coughing. How have you been feeling, though? Because I haven't really spoken to you over Christmas. Yeah, uh, you've been enjoying life I've been, without me. I have. I yeah. have. Not enjoying it. Just, you know, a temporary enjoyment. Just so enjoying. Yes. But how's it been? How's your, how's your Christmas? Uh, Christmas was good. Yeah. Um, I just enjoy spending time with the family, to be honest. And like a terrible COVID bubble. Yeah. Do you have to isolate in your bedroom? Well, not in my bedroom, but yeah, at home. They went through it with you. They went through the ringer with you. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, well, not sadly. Fortunately, actually, nobody else really. Had what, what about New Year? What did you do for New Year? Stayed in. Well, I had. We did stay in, but me and the missus. Oh! She uh, chose to isolate with me. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I went a bit mental, if I'm being honest. We we bought all these games. We bought games. We got drinks. We I, I did cooking. I did drinks making. We turned it into a right party. Just see us us two. That sounds really nice. I cooked a steak. Wow. And it was I followed the special Chippo Crimes recipe. Yeah. Oh my god, I absolutely smashed it. Yeah. And over the last week or so, ever since that day, and actually a little bit beforehand, I've really been getting into my cooking. <laughs> okay. Really been getting into my cooking. Um, do you have continuous acid reflux when we do just like one-on-one it's podcasts? The, no, it's the coffee. Okay. It's, this is probably the... I don't know if you can tell. I'm pretty much off my head right, right now. Right, right. Uh, this is very, very strong coffee. It doesn't happen when we have guests a lot of the time. But no, it when, does. It's, when it's me and you, you just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to touch on one thing. Um, and that is, I wanted to kick things off with a bit of FPL talk because... Start as you mean to go on, you know. This man... Happy New Year. Was big bollocks reeve. Sorry? When you overtook me for about a split second. You overtook me for five minutes. Uh, there is now a 50-point gap between us. Do you, do you want to recount that? 50-point gap. And not only that, I'm 11 points behind Cal, who is on top, who at one point was 70 points ahead. 50 po- it's 22 points. It's a 50-point gap. It's, it's 22, officially. But um, Well, you were, I've overtaken you, and now I'm getting closer and closer to Cal. And if because of the way my players and his players, if I get a banger from Antonio or Soufal... I could overtake Mr. Calamari and move into first position. Yeah. But I mean, the entire point of the chat is as soon as you do overtake someone, you have to make it known. Yes. And, so. you, and you made it known. I didn't you, make it known. No, I you did. No, 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 no. You <laughs> saved a message. You saved a message. I didn't save it. You saved it. You searched it. You were waiting for the moment. <laughs> yeah. You obviously put it in your notes when you overtake. But do you know what? I'm a changed person now, Theo. I'm, yeah. I'm, 
I'm not really into that sort of futile behavior anymore. 2022, it's a new slate. I'm going to do my business in, in silence. And then come the end of the year, we'll see what position I end up. No, I'm not doing that. What do you that. mean no? Oh, right, well... If I, if I overtook you, I, I made it known. Yeah, but you and can't when, overtake when, me again when if you're I over, ahead. When I overtake Cow, I'm making it known. Yeah, that's because, different though, because he has been getting quite big for his boots. He's been so. getting a little bit cocky. Yeah. He's a little bit cocky. He's a burden on the first place, but yeah. the thing is... Oh, you okay? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I did, I, did, I did free hit. I did free yeah, hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is paying off. I've gone triple, uh, triple West Ham, Captain Bowen. Yeah, and so far it, it has gone all right, and I've got a Tony left to play. I've got Damari Gray left to play. I've got a lot of players left to play. A, it's a bit of a weird climate at the moment because there are sort of like double game weeks, There's unknown game, double game weeks. weeks popping up all over the shop. Really, no one actually knows what they're doing. Well, so a lot of FPL at the moment is, you know, it's a guessing game. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's majority luck. Like you can't prepare yeah. ahead of time. Well, for example, it's looking like with the fixtures and the fixture swings and like different postponements and whatnot. Game week twenty six could you could see a double game week for Liverpool against Norwich and Leeds. Yeah, which, if you're smart, it could be a triple captain. Do you think you'll do that? Is Salah back for game week 26? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are point. you going to triple C Salah against Norwich <laughs> and Leeds? Maybe I don't know because that's my plan. Oh, right, well, cool. And I've been properly looking into FPL at the moment because I'm here to get the dub. You're not, you're not here to take part, you're here to take over, right? I'm here to take over. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, from FPL to real football, yeah. we are currently in January. So you know what that means. January transfer talk. Jim White, we are coming for you. Well, cause he does the. Does he do them still? No, I think he retired. He's ended, hasn't he? Yeah. But I mean, he'll always be everybody's. Favorite? No, do you yeah. remember his whole? Um, do you remember in the summer he yeah. did like a goodbye? Yeah, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, but I mean, like he went to Talksport. Jim White's transfer talk. He is. He went to Talksport and obviously taken best, over yeah. there. But there was a lot going on. First of yeah, which we... is actually one we recommended to Newcastle. Obviously, Newcastle must have seen the podcast <laughs> and thought, "Wow, these guys definitely know ball." Yeah, let's sign Kieran Trippier, and they got a very good price for him. Mm. Twelve million, isn't it? They put it, I thought it was originally 21, but they managed to get him for 12 million. Yeah. Um, I think that's a fantastic signing. Yeah. I really do. Why, Theo? Because KT is arguably, this is a big statement, but I think you have to put him as one of the, be- one of the best right backs in the world over the last five years. Okay. Over the last five years. Over the last, uh, well, what, yeah, but. But you have to. Okay, so he got England. Over the, to, he helped England get to the no, World no, Cup semi final. Over the last and he five got years. a deserved transfer to Atletico Madrid, who are one of the best teams in Spain. Mm-hmm. Who Champions League finals? You know they do well in La Liga. Did yep. they even? They win it. They won it. Won it they won it when he, he went. He literally yeah, won La Liga. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to say he's one of the better right backs in the world. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. But what makes him so good at fullback, Theo? Well, he's not really blessed with the biggest mass of amount of pace in the world right. he's obviously fast but he's not you know not, he's not no Carl Walker let's be, let's <laughs> this be sure this is actually I know like, every time I'm having a conversation maybe I've got Boris squinting at me out the corner he does look very confused <laughs> doesn't he he's, I'm like trying to keep eye contact with you but I have do we put Boris over there I don't know should we move well no no keep Bojo there but I'll just have to work. Bojo yeah um, he's very good positionally. I also, I think at this stage of his career, he'll help to s- solidify Newcastle defence. And t- I think he'll, he'll be a leader that they probably desperately need. Do you really think he's going to be that good? That, that much I think revolution at the maybe, club? Maybe, 
I think just having him there will be very beneficial for Newcastle it's a good because of his experience. Yeah, he's their first arguably big signing because he, he is a big yeah, signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like he's just he's very experienced and that will really help Newcastle. Like they do need a leader. It is John Joe Shelby can't do it on his own. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're quite similar, really, aren't they? Um, Are they? Well, English, you know, sort of aggressive. I guess so. Uh, kind of players. Um, and, and and set piece takers, both of them. So who's going to take them? That's the question. Well, I think KT, you have to put yeah, KT. I, I would. But yeah. I mean, it's, I was going to say, it's a good statement to the rest of the Premier League of what kind of business Newcastle mean to mm. do over the next sort of six to... And the fact, look, they didn't pay the over the odds months. for him either, I don't think. I think they got a really it's, good it's deal. 12 million well. in today's market for yeah. a Kieran Trippier. It's, it's funny how that they have so much money to do whatever they want. And they're, they're still, they're still making good business. Yeah. Like, it's not just, a, oh, let's just buy them for 40 mil because we can. You and know? I think they are making the right signings. They're focusing on... They could they, they could go out and get, like, a Vlahovic. Vlahovic? Vlahovic? How do you he's, he's on the table, right? It's yeah, do you know what I mean? But they, they realise that they got Callum Wilson. They got a semi-decent attack near St. Maximan. They need to solidify their defence first. So they're making I'm... correct signings. And obviously, they're looking at Luca Digne, Digne as the yeah. Panthers would say. He is another sign. Do you think that would be a good signing for Newcastle? Uh, who have they currently got at left back? Jamal Lewis. Is that who it is? I have no clue. Uh, I think it is. Cause man, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Digne is one of those, though, that, uh, again, is a good player, but will he? is he good enough to actually make a fundamental difference to the defensive capabilities of Newcastle? I don't know, but... I think so. Really? Yeah, I think, look, you know, he's played at a high level for Everton for many years. But I don't really rate him that much defensively. But I, feel like, I think he's a great asset. But I think Newcastle forwards, would make him look better and I feel like he could shine at Newcastle. you still got to remember this is managed by Eddie Howe though. So it's not it's not necessarily a case of... I rate Eddie Howe's manager. Dinny's going to fill in and be able to play to his system straight away or what, you know. Well, I feel I feel like Newcastle can't go wrong with a Kieran Trippier if they manage to get Luca Digne... No, and then I, also, I, no, and can, if they get another centre back, yeah, I just yeah, think that's a really I, solid defence. Yeah, I completely agree. If they if they make more acquisitions, yeah. it makes them look better. But I mean, if you're just picking out these well beaters in single positions, I don't necessarily think it makes a great team. I hmm, I don't know about that. Okay, well, if oh. you're if you're Eddie Howe now and you you've got Digne, you've got Trippier, who else are you going for before a centre back? Okay, I need a centre half. Who who? Um, let, um, Rudiger's out of contract Sula's out of contract Sula would be a really good I think if they, they're imagine. not going to get Rudiger there's no way Rudiger leaves Chelsea he'll leave Chelsea on a free in, Jan- in the summer I think there's no way he leaves in January there's, uh, or he signs enough. a contract extension yeah there's no uh, Rudiger is too good to be playing for Chelsea, uh, Newcastle no offence Newcastle I think Rudiger's one of the best one of the better centre backs in the league yep. I highly rate him Sula obviously he plays for Bayern Munich mm-hmm. um, would he leave Bayern Munich to go Newcastle potentially if the price is right I think they'll get a Premier League centre back of um, someone like you know. I don't know name name <laughs> Premier League centre back. So I don't know who's open for Premier League centre back. That's the point. You have got to pay enough to see, really. Someone from like uh, Brighton go after Dan Byrne. <laughs> no, Duffy. Dan Byrne is the man that you think is going to revolutionise Newcastle United's defence. Do you know why? Makeshift left back, six foot seven. It's because I, it's because my foot champs rewards this week. I packed him. I packed him four times in half an hour. Really? It is in form. Ah. 
They, they, they definitely. I think they'll go for a Premier League centre back. <laughs> okay. You know what? It's a big shout. He's currently playing for AC Milan. Get Tamori at the back. Back. Tamori at Newcastle. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. I'd like to see that happen. Because I guarantee you, Tamori probably wants Chelsea to... Chelsea fans would be fuming if that happened as well. But he, I, he, I, I guarantee, he loves AC Milan. Don't get me wrong. And the Serie A is a very fun league to watch. But if I was Tamori, I'd be like, I want to be back in the Prem. Yeah. And Newcastle could be a project that he wants to be a part of. Hmm. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Tomorrow, if you're listening, I would recommend going to Newcastle. What about um, the rumours of Usman Dembele? Do you think that would be good for them? He's, he's, the problem with Dembele is he's got all the talent in the world, mm. but his injuries are just so heartbreaking. Like he came back for Barcelona like a month ago and got injured in the game he got came back. Yeah. Every time he comes back, he gets injured. Yeah. I would love to see him at Newcastle. You know, the French link up with Alan. St. Maximin. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I think Dembele would tear it up. But do you think, do you think Dembele is a risk? It, it, well, um, well, of course he's a risk, but he's a risk that doesn't really cost, uh, cost much. But I think proportionally I, to the grand scheme of things at Newcastle. But I still think you'd be looking at forty mil for him. Sixty is the rumour, isn't it? Sixty. I think so. Sixty to eight for a player that you can't even guarantee will play. Double, I think it is. Just double check that, though, Jay. Um, do, do you know what? But what I mean is Dembele is the kind of signing that really sort of opens the door to a lot of yeah, bigger he's, names. Yeah, he's a young talent. Football. Yeah. Because, I mean, the guy, the guy, was he up for the uh, Junior Ballon d'Or thing? What's that Probably, called? Probably, yeah. Like, he was the Golden Boy Award. Yeah, definitely. Sure. When he was I mean, at that's Dortmund. that's like a, an elite level signing that you're going to make. And if he lasts six months, I think he's got the, the goal scoring contribution capabilities to keep Newcastle. Fast our week for it as well. <laughs> Yeah. No, true. I do. I do feel like if you if you manage to keep him fit and you get him a good run of games, yeah. I think he would be a fantastic acquisition. Yeah. I don't understand why clubs like Newcastle aren't just taking a gamble on the likes of Jack Wilshere. Like, why are they not? You yeah. get him on a free. Yeah. Slapping on low wages, pay as you play if you must. He's Jack Wilshere. Yeah. But everyone, everyone at Arsenal is saying that in training he's just class. Is he up to speed with the Prem? Well, there's other footballers that aren't, so... Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Like, Newcastle are like bottom of the league, mate. Yeah. Like, where, what, what, how worse could it get? What do you think about this new centre-mid uh, Jolington revival? Sorry, what? Jolington's playing centre-mid? Yeah, did you not see him play centre-mid <laughs> against Man United? No. And he was like, man of the match. Really? Yeah. So they've just realised he's so shit at being a striker, they've put him centre-mid and he's a baller. Yeah, they've brought, they, they basically brought him back to... Link up the player as opposed to be the focal point, and he's really, really good now. Yeah, Eddie Howe masterclass. I love it, so, mate. Think yeah. about it: Joe Linton, John Joe Shelby, and Jack Wilshire in the midfield. Wow, with a bit of Sean Longstaff. That is, and not a lot of hair as an average, is it? Uh, Wilshire's got a good set of hair in his uh, yeah, to, yeah, to be fair. I, I think Newcastle should genuinely go in for Jack Wilshire. So we've got Jack Wilshire, Digne, Danburn. And Usman Dembele. Yeah. Also, do you reckon those four players are enough <laughs> alongside Trippier to keep them up? Yeah. Really? Chat Wilshire. Just on his own. Just on his own. <laughs> do you know there's another one, mad one, which I don't see why Newcastle... I know they would, he'd, he'd never go. But obviously Mbappe's out of contract in the summer. That would be outrageous. And Real Madrid are putting in a 41 million bid. And they were going to get him for 200 Oh, so because he's out of contract. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you can get him on the fucking cheap. Yeah, forty-one million yeah. for Killian Mbappe. He probably would. Harry Maguire well. is worth more than Mbappe. Twice. What the flip money? Yeah. So why are Newcastle not going Killian or PSG? We'll give you seventy million and slap him on a mill a week. And 
that's the Usman Dembele and St. Maximan link up that you were talking about. Oh, Mike, you get perfect chemistry everywhere. Now, Reverend, we all know that January shopping, January sales can be an absolute nightmare. nightmare. Well, lucky for us, Stitch Fix are here to help us and make shopping hassle-free. They do all the hard work for you. And you. And you. <laughs> Stitch Fix is an online personal styling website. Okay. Nice. What it does, you fill out a little questionnaire and it picks out clothes specific for you. Okay. I did it super quickly. I, I need, I need. You do need a bit of stitch revision, fix in your life. Yeah. Mate, it's so easy. You fill out the questionnaire. It puts everything into something called a fix where all your clothes are. If you don't like anything in the fix, do you know what you can do? You can click no, I don't like that. And they'll give you something that they think you will like. How convenient. Very, very convenient. And not only that. Anything that you don't want or doesn't fit necessarily when you get it, you can return for free. Magic. You pay a £10 styling fee for each fix, uh, which is a credit towards anything you keep. And you'll get 20% off when you keep everything in your fix. That is stitchfix.co.k slash pitch and get your style personalized to you. Do you like what I did there? Yeah. Because I need style. I need to use Stitch Fix. Ah! Back over the show. Like realistically, surely new We cannot have another year of telling people our knowledge is based on oh FIFA. i'm only bantering oh yeah we got you but, <laughs> but i know mbappe wants to play in champions league football and that's obviously a thing yeah but surely surely a newcastle could put in a why not put in an offer yeah so, you know, that's that's the worst that can happen like he gets turned down yeah that's it but i mean even with these players i still think it's a bit of a risk mm. to expect newcastle to stay up why what are you looking at Hmm? Oh. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Another one of them ones, is it? But um, it, it, is, exi- that it, is, it, it is exciting though, isn't it? Like We're only like four or five days into, six six days, player, into January, Newcastle have already made the business. Like I I did think at one point, like are Newcastle really going to go mental in January? And I feel like they are starting to, yeah. starting to move well, their things. The, but they definitely seem like the busiest. Yeah. There's obviously other clubs that are looking at well, players like Liverpool, who have recently been linked with Luis Diaz. 60 million euros, isn't it? 70 yeah. million euros. I yeah. think they need him. They desperately need him. Minor replacement. Well, it's just more backup up front. Like, realistically, mm. if Jota gets injured... AFCON. They can't be doing this every AFCON, can they? Exactly. Like, realistically, Mane... He's Colombian. So, doesn't go to AFCON. I bet we would go to Sudamericano. Yeah, but I don't think they're playing... Like Copa Germany, America, sorry. Um, but Liverpool are one or two injuries away from having no attack. It's true. Kind of, yeah. Mate, it's true. We'll, we'll touch on Liverpool a little bit more later, obviously, with the whole postponement and whatnot. But Arsenal, yeah. Vlahovic, yeah. plus Lucas Torreira, mate, if we manage... We do need a striker, I'd say. Mm. Lacazette can't do it on his own. Poor Aubameyang's gone to Gabon and got uh, COVID. And let's face it, he's got COVID now. Has he? Yeah, he's got COVID. He, he's... he's missing the game. Oh, he's the first the, one. Missing the first game, yeah. Oh, okay. um, Aubameyang needs to leave. Mm. Uh, no offence. Newcastle. Though. He's been linked. We didn't even touch on that, but yeah, you know. You know what? Just get him to Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, they are a big club. Why not just go and play football there, I mean, Link up with Joe Willock. Be, yeah, imagine he goes there and he's just like second string to Callum Wilson. No, probably... he would have to start every game. Play up front with Callum Wilson, do you know what I mean? And Sim Maximan. The... And Usman Dembele. And Joe Linton. And... I think if Arsenal sign Vlachovic, that's the striker. Do you think we will? Do you genuinely think we I think will? we will, yeah. I think we, we will make it happen. I think we the, the board knows we need to make it happen. Why? 
we we're need us no right no no yeah but we're doing it all right we're fourth we're doing actually quite well yeah we're doing really but well but if you add when you're on top that's how you stay on top and you need we need more goals we can't just rely on Odegaard and Martinelli constantly <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like and Smith yeah, Rowe for the, bench. Yeah, but that's the point. Like, but if you whack in some youth, is the reason why we're doing. I mean, so Vlahovic well is like one of the top goal scorers in the world of this year. Yeah, he's Serie A top goal scorer, I believe, for Flor- Florentina. Fucking, hell, I know, but don't I? But um, imagine we get him. We don't even need Lucas Torreira. He's bloody playing for Atletico or something like right now. Mm. If we get Vlahovic, top four secured. Do you reckon? Yeah. Putting it out there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I really think so. Yeah. Do you think? But he, he's one of those. Do you think he'll take to the Premier League straight away? Yeah, he's a big Donny, isn't he? He's a beast. Lukaku's struggling. Yeah, but Lukaku is a bit of a whiny idiot. Whiny how so? Well, we all saw his interview with the Syria media. For the dunk. And um, I just think, why have you done this? I just feel like if you, if you, as a footballer, you need the right people around you yeah, so telling give, you what to do. To give people that are watching or listening some context, uh, Lukaku did an interview with Sky Sports Italy and basically said um, he doesn't really feel like Chelsea's got the correct structure at the moment and he would really like to return to Inter one day. Uh, just at the point where Chelsea seem to be dipping out of the title race or ever so slightly behind Man City, who are just ridiculous at the moment. And it's not really the kind of status quo that you need at the football club to I think it's just rude. finish the season well. It is rude. Yeah. It's idiotic as well. Yeah. You basically come out against your manager and club yeah. mid-season. That have paid £100 million to back you, back to your yeah. youth uh, and that, team. There's no wonder they find them half a million quid. Yeah. Which is two weeks wages already, isn't it? But Bloody hell, okay. Well, even so, but like, I just think, it, as Lukaku, you've clearly been wrongly advised here. Yeah. Like, the people that are in charge of Lukaku, so to speak, should be ashamed of themselves. It's, it's, it's funny that you say this, because in his apology as well, he kind of like, he does apologise. I mean, it kind of feels sincere to a point, but he also double downs on himself. I don't know, like, because he goes... What does he say? He goes, oh, I'm sorry, you guys, uh, for... Well, he's got a really deep voice, hasn't he? It's like quite Belgian, French. Um, he's like, sorry, guys, for... <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm sorry for... Is doing... that Robert, Robert Lou? Yeah, uh, he is, you know, big Rob. Uh, sorry for doing the interview. Um, basically, uh, it was ill-timed. I didn't... I shouldn't have said it when I said it, which is like, it well... ill-timed. Yeah, so you'd yeah, say it yeah and that's what I'm saying. So, you'd, you'd still say it, but you're just saying it at a different occasion. So, basically, what you mean is you're annoyed that you got caught being called out at that moment in time. But at the end of the season or somewhere else, you'd have gone happily, oh, yeah, I'm going back to Inter, boys. Like, what? But what I don't... But did it... you see the fans, uh, the Inter Milan fans? Are you spaced out there, you're right. Yeah. I was... <laughs> okay. You see the Inter Milan fans put a banner out in uh, Italian. It was like, um, if you can't... If you can't... No, you don't deserve to sing with us in the rain if you can't weather the storm. Goodbye, Rom was their banner, I think, pretty much. So it was basically saying, right, well, you left us when we needed you most. We're obviously not going to have you back Ah, in fair weather. So you thought he'd apologise and come back to Chelsea? Yeah. So, the, so, yeah, but I mean, Chelsea fans are pretty fickle anyway. So I just don't understand. Should be fine. I genuinely am baffled as like, how did anyone think that interview would be a good idea? And the classic yeah. fickle Chelsea fans, they go, we hate you. 
bastard. Yeah, and then he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm going to play my best football. Let me score Oh, we'll take you goals. back. We love yeah. you again. Oh, love you, Romelu. It is true, though, isn't it? Like, Chelsea fans are a little bit deluded. Yeah, yeah it's true. But, it, it, but they always have been. Yeah. Bless them. Because Lukaku is clearly... He's been, he's been told to apologise you know by they, Big Roman. They've, they've been blinded by chronic success. Mm. And now they're used to a certain level of uh, expectation as a fan mm. that... If they, if but basically, what I'm, if if Lukaku was banging in forty goals and he still said that, they wouldn't care. Of course, they wouldn't. But because he's below average for Romelu Lukaku standard, now everyone's on his back. You know, fickle. Yeah, delusional. Speaking of Chelsea, <laughs> um, they're obviously a bit shit at the moment, <laughs> and they've been linked with obviously another Newcastle target, Lukadinho. Yes, because yeah. Ben Chilwell, the man that was keeping them afloat. Is injured ACL. Yeah. Uh, didn't he a good signing, or is Alonso good enough? To what? Did be Chelsea the first need, choice centre back at Chelsea? Back, yeah. Did Chelsea need Digne? I haven't seen Luca Dean enough in a five of the back team to know whether or not he'd be good there. Because I think everyone, all the Chelsea fans think Alonso shit. But every time I've seen him play, I just <clears> think he does a decent job. I actually do think Dean would be good at Chelsea. Though I've had a slight reconsideration in the last ten seconds. Why? Is because. Primarily, his job at Everton and teams that he's been before is to put a good cross of the ball in. Mm. You've got Romelu Lukaku exactly. You've got Romelu Lukaku in the box trying to score headed goals constantly. Bush Dinier's probably going to do pretty well in that system. Mm. So who do you think is going to get him? Chelsea or Newcastle? Newcastle. You think Newcastle will get him? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. I just have a feel. I just have a feeling that this will be the Newcastle window, and everyone will go. Shh. Do you remember that time in 2022? It's like before when, it happened when Man City it, bought like Rubinho, exactly. yeah, yeah, Ilano. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it honestly felt with the Trippier signing. It was like this is the start of the. It's quite exciting. Yeah, Newcastle fans must be excited. Takeover period. Speaking of finance, do you remember who the first signing was? It was Rubinho. It was right? Rubinho. Yeah, Ilano. Yeah, Vincent Company. Well, company was there before. Yeah, but like, you know, you know whatever. Uh, Sven Gordon er- er- Eriksson. They mm. signed Sven. Um, speaking of finances... Where do you play, left wing? Uh, striker. Uh, speaking of finances, I'm very baffled by this scenario. Yeah. I'm so confused. Barcelona, 300 million debt. They're having to sell their players. They can't sign players on because they've got no money. Mm. How the fuck have they signed Ferran Torres? He's got a billion release clause now. How have they managed to suddenly... Um, put through Danny Alves on the books. He's only taking. Yeah, uh, doesn't really matter. <laughs> How are they also going after Harland? Are they? And someone else? Who else are they going after? That can't be true. Yeah, and someone else. They're going after. So they've got Ferran Torres, and they're going after someone else. I think it is Harland. The 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 the, the Donny <laughs> in charge of Barcelona has come out and said Harland will play for Barcelona. That's not going after him, though, is it? That's like me going, I'm going to win. How are they going to buy him? they got no money. How have they bought Ferran Torres for 55 million euros yeah, with no all, money? All it takes is like... i tell you how. All it takes is Pedri to be bought by like Man City for a billion. But he hasn't been. back, though, right? i tell you how it's happened. La Liga and whoever runs it, Santander or the bank or whatever, you know that, you know, um, the Barcelona, I don't, I don't the Barcelona, the Barcelona president took out a loan, Barcelona president took out a loan to help fund their debt off. Yeah. And La Liga realised, they go, shit, if Barcelona aren't winning La Liga and doing really well and like being a big force of Spain yeah. in Europe, we're fucked. 
So they're just doing a sly so one see- under, and they're letting just, oh, keep buying players, Barca. They want you back at your best. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Imagine What's this Real Sociedad, oh, 300 million. They're not going to be allowed to buy anyone because they can't. So <laughs> how, the, how the fuck are Barcelona allowed to do it? They're completely breaking all financial regulations. And I won't stand for it. What's the CEO's name of Santander? <laughs> Mr. Santan. Mr. Santan. <laughs> Brilliant. Wait, so you genuinely think there's a massive conspiracy yes. for the resurrection of Barcelona? Of course. Fair it's play. true. Yeah, Obviously. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, if you say it, then I can't argue. Mate, you can't deny that Barcelona and Real Madrid have some dodgy backing by La Liga. Yeah. You cannot deny that. Yeah. They are their prized possessions and poor Atletico are trying to do their business. They win it, but where's the recognition for Atletico? Diego Simeone is sitting there like, how are we going to compete with these cheats? Yeah, I've only sold Kieran Trippier for 12 mil. Exactly. More. If you played for Barcelona, they would have been bought for 50 mil. Yeah, true. But no, that's, that's my take on it. I don't know how they signed Ferran Torres. Yeah. And multiple other players. Where, how did this start again? We're we talking about Finances. to Chelsea. Finances. Oh, all right. Another signing that's a very interesting one. We are literally just turning into a transfer talk show. Insigne, not Oh, Dignier. yes, it is a transfer. That's as, an as, one. Left Lazio. Would you do it? Yeah. He spent 12 years. <laughs> all right. No, not Lazio, sorry. I Napoli. We're going to talk about that a bit more in depth. But yeah, yeah, no, but he spent 12 years at Napoli. Yeah. And gone to Toronto FC. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much for, but. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't actually much of a fee. It was free. It was, it was free, yeah, but yeah. he's getting paid twelve million euros exactly, over yeah. how many years? I don't know. Yeah. But mate, he's he's he knows what he's doing. You know, he's done his twelve years at Napoli. Napoli. <laughs> he's done twelve years at Napoli, <laughs> and he's now just he's now gone to Canada. That Napoli club. He's gone to Canada. Yep. To uh, live out his last few years playing football. <laughs> Playing football, <laughs> taking over his family, earned, Four 12, insignia, earned 12 mil plus add-ons, mm. and just play some easy football in the MLS. Yeah. I think it's a win-win. <clears throat> I, I, I you're see... loving it because you'll get a team of the week every week now. Oh, exactly. He opens up the doors. Mate, Insignia's an 85-rated card. Yeah. You can link up with Carlos Vela. Is he not? I thought he was higher. No, he's oh, maybe 86. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, the uh, Insignia, I think, is a fantastic move for him. He's gone out. You know, at the top of his game. He's still playing very, How very well. How old is he, 29? I don't even think he's that. No, he's, well, he's done 12 years at Napoli. How do you know this? I think he's 31. I think it's a movie title. I think he's 31 or 32. Yeah, I think he's 31 or 32. Are we just going to get confirmation? 30. Yeah, 30. 30 so yeah, 30, so 31 or 32. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um... I, I, Would I, you do it at 30? Hmm... Thirty's not really retirement age. Oh, but a lot of players retire around thirty-two, thirty-three. Like a lot of lot of players do that. You're do right, they? It's a, yeah, Who? yeah. Beckham, thirty-three, thirty-four. He was. I thought he was older than that, wasn't he? I don't think he was. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Right? That's what I thought. Rooney. No, he was playing like. Two uh, whatever, man. There was a lot of players that retire. <laughs> the Feig, only... No, <laughs> there's a lot of players retire around thirty-three, thirty-two. Like they do. Okay. 38. Yeah. So David Beckham retired at 38. Can you Google players who have retired at 33? Because there's going to be some big names on that list. I swear I'm to God. I'm not even trying to make you look silly here, right? But would, you're telling me, questions. are you asking me, would I go to the MLS to play football? At 30? When you've probably got five more years left in you? Depends you, what you, options you, are, you have, You argue every other week that Cristiano Ronaldo is 36 and has four more years left. He's 38. Ronaldo? Yeah. He's 36. He's 37. Ronaldo's 36. He's, he's, Fe- he's February 7th birthday. 37. Huh? 37. 36. He's 37. Cristiano Ronaldo is 36. Why is this even a talking... Yeah. So he's 37 in a How couple weeks. How do you not know this he's about your goat, in, mate? He's 37 in a month, though. 
When that makes, by, that's, by the time this video comes that's out, it's not day how seven. it works. Either way, you don't round up an age. Either way, would I go at thirty? Knowing my body, probably yes. <laughs> that, no, no, but no, no. It no. depends. I'm saying, as a fo- if you're a prime uh, footballer, thirty is prime football conditions. You are at, that's the peak age. Mm. Twenty eight to like thirty is peak age of your football. You could career. do five years in the MLS and just have fun for five years. Would you not get bored? No, actually. I don't think if you I would get bored. Like Miami or a decent. I, I don't place. think you would get bored though, would you? How old's Kieran Gibbs? Because he's out there. I bet he's living up his dream. He's living in Miami, playing yeah, for Inter Miami, just yeah, having a laugh, you're, you're comparing, barely training. You're comparing, he plays with bloody Romeo Beckham. You're, you're comparing, Gibbs. Well, there you go. You're, prime example. Yeah, but you're comparing Kieran Gibbs to a guy that's just won the Euros and probably one of the best players in that team, and he's gone off to a Canada. To play football. Kieran Gibbs is still a very high-level professional footballer. Who's no, gone to America. I'm just saying your point, your example. Insigne could go anywhere in Europe, but he's, he's gone just to Toronto. Exactly. I just think it depends on the individual. Like he's clearly just done with it now, and he just wants to play out his remaining days. Do you reckon he gets? A bit of do you reckon he? He's the type of guy that will retire like 33, <laughs> like Beckham did, right? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you think he will still get into the Italian team? I think it'll football de- in the MLS. It will 100% reduce his chances. Yeah. And they'll look to bring in a younger player. I think he knows that. I think you'll see him retire from international football. <laughs> you know soon. a lot about Insigne, man. I don't know how you do, but... <laughs> I just know him personally, you see. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, Lorenzo. you know what? It wouldn't even surprise me. In two years, he just comes back. That's what I'm thinking. Like... Plays out his 12 million check and then... Comes... A lot of players have come back. Mm. Thierry Henry came back on loan. Yeah. The King returned and he scored against Leeds and a winner in the FA Cup. <laughs> Or was it the League Cup? <laughs> I think it was the League Cup. It was the League Cup. Yeah. Either way, we, we did that. We done with transfer talk? No, we've got plenty left. Haven't we? No. Oh. I will say, <laughs> I will say. Um, well, thank you for coming on, Theo Baker. I will say, I want to touch on um, the standard of refereeing. That was Jim White. That was Jim White. The standard of yeah. refereeing in England is atrocious. Uh, Go on, why? The inconsistency is a joke in VAR I would agree but VAR is there to help the referee not to tell the referee what to do mm-hmm. and there's been one too many times recently that VAR is telling the referee what to do What's, what are those occasions Arsenal should have had a penalty against Man City how is that what, you just said the opposite of that the referee didn't give a penalty and you said VAR t- tells refs what to do yeah but VAR no okay for example VAR should have <laughs> what do you why, mean okay why is it taken VAR the VAR can see the same cameras that everyone else can see and the whole reason this debate about Arsenal with the penalty thing came up is because the keeper didn't win the ball so therefore it should be a penalty <laughs> yeah but the ref didn't give it but that's not my point that was just an example that came to the top of my head <laughs> okay just two different right so let's it's still address, showing inconsistency let's, in let's address the VAR chooses things first when, when, when does this happen hmm? <laughs> you said you said 20 seconds ago VAR is choosing what happens in Premier League what? games. No, there wasn't. Oh, I can't think. I can't think of one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ask, a, I'm only asking. I can't I'm, remember, but I remember seeing one where VAR basically told the ref what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off, man! I'm <laughs> uh, Mike. <laughs> this VAR here. I'm trying. Um, I I would agree with you in terms of offsides, but I think penalty decisions VAR is not as. Anywhere near the, efficient the, as let me touch be. on the Arsenal thing. I don't understand how. <laughs> no, but it's true because Arsenal are, uh, yeah. are very. It's very obvious that Arsenal have been robbed over the last year of <laughs> yeah, Like yeah. it's bullshit, basically. <laughs> yeah, okay. But this penalty decision, 
the keeper does not win the ball. <laughs> so why have VAR not picked that up? If everyone else after the game can clearly see on camera he doesn't win the ball, mm. why has VAR not picked that up? <laughs> All right, mate, it's VAR here. <laughs> but why? Realistically, <laughs> I'm why? I'm going to say no, They're there to pick this kind of thing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why can bloody Gary Neville um. spot it but these referees <laughs> who are trained to spot this shit... Do you know what I think... Can't. Do you know what I think is interesting? Is I think, regardless of whether or not the VAR has an opinion, they send the referee over to the monitor anyway. I think as soon as the referee goes over to the monitor, the decision is done. Why? Because of the... It, no, but they have to make their own decision. Yeah, but if... Say, for, say for example, if a referee goes, no pen... No pen. And the VAR go, I think you is should... Is this still the Arsenal no, this is just, game? No, this is just okay, a, okay. A, an example. If, and then go VAR in his ear go, I think you should go have a look at that on the monitor. That's already in the referee's mind thinking, shit, did I get this wrong? Like, I, think I, should over- I, think I, I think I should overturn this. And you'll see 90% of the time, ref goes to the monitor and they'll overturn it. But do you not think if we started doing that in the Premier League, it'd be a better precedent for the referee to be able to go over there, have a look for themselves and then decide? The referee, I think, should always have the a only, look for the themselves. Only, the only, but sometimes they don't. Yeah, I agree. They because, should always look at themselves. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, that's the... Yeah. The we're, VAR, we're in I agreement, think... but what I'm saying is, like, I'm also agreeing with your other point that as soon as the referee does go over to the monitor, the fans and people watching have already... Had the pressure. M- ...made up their decision that whatever happens should be changed. Yes, I agree. Yeah. The VAR, I think VAR needs to stop because the, they are there to... Men- if they go... Obviously, it's a bit hypocritical what I just said, but VAR should only say... No, no, because no, it doesn't always happen. VAR should only say... We advise you to have another look. Yeah. They should not be saying yeah. there is contact. There is not contact. Mm. They should not be saying anything other than we advise you to have a look. That's it. But there's not happening. So so really there's no there's so your idea of what should be changed is there shouldn't be a VAR process as such. It should just be a replay monitor that yes. the ref can look at. Yeah. Apart from offside, which I think VAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know off I know. So you, of, you reckon you reckon we have an offside uh VAR system ran by a person that draws lines and works it out. Yeah, even though sometimes even that can be a yeah, bit like, I, but I, that, I that's is what it is. That's just human fucking yeah, bullshit. Human error. Yeah. Um, but in terms of penalty situations and other decisions like red cards, yeah. uh, contentious decisions yep. that should be reevaluated, mm-hmm. it's just a replay monitor. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, and you know. And BBC or BT or Sky, you know, actually, oh, it's Premier League, actually, isn't it? If you want to take this idea on board, then we will take a fifteen percent cut. I will. Do no, you I've lost. I've lost. Is, that, is there a payment in? Well, that? I've lost out of millions in the boxing, so I won't lose that <laughs> on this offside decision. Um, no, no, offsides. We're keeping that. We're keeping the offsides. Or we're here's changing. another one for you. Here's another one for you. This is a bit mental. But what do you think of the idea of you implement a system like tennis? So it's never up to the ref. The ref will make a decision, and if a team disagrees with a decision, they call challenge, and they get three challenges a game. <laughs> that is outrageous. And the ref goes over no, to the monitor. No, no, no. That would never work in football. It's too dynamic. There's no stop-start, really, is there? Challenge. <laughs> it's pre- well, it's pretty much already happening. It's just the teams aren't choosing the ref to go over and have a fucking d- d- decision. Yeah. Okay. So the referee makes a decision, and if the players are arguing, be like, "Oh, I don't agree with that." The ref- so, like in cricket, like you get reviews. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And you ask the referee to go have a review. Yeah. Why could that not work in football? <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Why? Tell me why. I don't, I don't have an answer for you. I think, that's I think a that'd be fun. Idea. I think that'd be well fun. Yeah. But what happens if? What happens if you use up your three challenges, 
and it's so obvious the ref's got it wrong, but you've lost all challenges. Yeah. Then you should have saved. And then saved. So exactly, you have to work out when and, do you pick your challenges. Someone completely breaks the leg of somebody else, but you've got no challenge left. Well, I'd like to hope the referee would. <laughs> and the ref gives a yellow. Oh, then you'd just be fuming. <laughs> and, then, and then that's all that gets spoken about for the rest of the game week. Well, then you then you have to say to yourself, oh, should have been more careful. <laughs> I should have left my fucking third challenge. <laughs> yeah, or you, or, yeah, or you take it to extra time. You get an extra challenge. Oh, yeah. Or if you get head collision, that's another challenge. Yeah, like an extra one. Why is there no more golden goal? <laughs> I don't know. Why is there no more golden goal? <laughs> I, I miss know. golden goal. I think it's well exciting. <laughs> just in the Prem generally. Just play it. Which first goal wins every game. <laughs> no, I think like for example, the League Cup semi-finals, two legs. Why? I don't understand that. Yeah. Why? Especially in the current climate of COVID, don't have enough players. Have you seen they've changed? Yeah. It didn't make things more exciting. I would say it makes things more exciting. <clears throat> unless you can't play to the last minute. Next goal wins. Also, how you know if a game if the if the news is on after the game, I mean you know if it's going to extra time, then you know when the news starts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But I'm golden goal, when do they start? Messing up the playlist. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But I think golden goal should be brought back. Yeah. And I think they should scrap two legs in the semi- in the League Cup. No, I agree with that one. I don't understand that. It's pointless. Yeah. For example, okay, let's just touch on it because that pissed me off that club. We're doing everything at the moment. Liverpool. So. Yeah. What about him? Don't get me started. Oh, well. All right, well. We'll Liverpool, (laughs) um, they got their head so far up their own arse, it's a joke. Oh, you're talking about the postponement. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's one rule for one and another rule for another. So, again, context. You you do it. Liverpool have successfully appealed for a postponement of the first leg of the Arsenal Carabao Cup This is not me being deluded. If Arsenal went... To postpone it, they would get declined. Yeah, and um, the way the system works is Liverpool actually have enough squad players across their youth academy, their under-18s, 21s, etc., to put out a team that should be able to play Arsenal, but they've taken the moral high ground, and because everybody else is getting postponements around them, they would like one too. Presumably because Salah and Mane are at AFCON now, they they're have, scared of Arsenal. But, uh, they're fucking yeah, scared. They're, yeah, to a degree, they have decided to try and get a post moment in which they have. So. And Villa, obviously, not happy about this. I can understand why. Because no. last year, they fielded a team of youth academy players. They're yeah. in a very similar against scenario. Against Liverpool. And did an unbelievable job against Liverpool. Yeah. So, where is the fairness in football? Yeah. It is getting to a point now where a lot of clubs are... Taking a piss. Are looking at other teams getting postponements and being like, well, if they've had it, like, why don't we just go for one? Yeah. When in reality... The postponements are decided on whether or not you can field a certain amount of players. For example, right? Man City now have just had 14 backroom staff, including Pep and Lillo, Leo, and seven first-team players test positive for COVID. Their assistant will take charge of the game and their trip <clears> to Swindon, <throat> all youth academy players are going to be used. The FA Cup. Uh, yeah. FA Cup, round. yeah. So they're basically fielding a youth academy team and no no management. Yeah. So why are Man City not being like, because they've got, hmm? I about to say they have morals, but <laughs> they're just not little whiny little douchebags like yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Like they're just getting on with it. Yeah. Like I think how Liverpool should be doing, they should get on with it. But it's yeah. Jurgen Klopp being classic Jurgen Klopp. You know, I'm really not a fan of him at the moment. Really? No. He whines way too much. <laughs> he does. He really is a big whine. If you look at his interviews, it's always an excuse. Yeah. Get on with it. 
and get it done. Field your youth academy team. You could put out a well good squad against Arsenal. Mm. And Arsenal have a very similar scenario. There's more players at Arsenal getting done for COVID every day. Arteta had we, it for we've Christ's lost sake. quite a few of our good players to AFCON as well. Exactly. Our, te- our manager had it. Yeah. So why is there one rule for one and another rule for another? I don't know. Liverpool should Liverpool should know better. Yeah. Because they, they, they're one of the leading but teams you, in England and they're not showing, setting so a very good th- example. So do you think it's Jurgen Klopp behind I think the postponement? I think it's Jurgen. Okay. Has to be Jurgen. So. And if you're, if you're watching this, you should know better. Yeah, eventually, we'd love to get you on here, mate. But, if but you, I mean, it, at the be, moment, you should have just played the team. But on the other side, if you were Liverpool, you'd do your best utmost oh, yeah, to yeah. postpone that game. Yeah. But I, what I think, I don't even think Salah and Mane are back for that, are they? I don't think so. It's like it's like a week before they do get back. So really, they're not actually... Liverpool got really good youth players. Like, Why not take this opportunity? Like, Do you really care that much about winning the League Cup, Liverpool? Yeah. Is it their only chance at a trophy? Maybe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So maybe that's why you're pointing fingers. Maybe they do. Maybe they. That's ah. why. Because it's their literally only chance at a trophy. You, you're just un- unraveling mysteries today, mate. I'm just, just a big conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's Liverpool Arsenal postponement. I think it's been moved to like two weeks time now. Mm. Uh, which means that we don't get a double game week. Arsenal don't get a double game week. Neither do Liverpool. Well, Liverpool might go on in 26. I got a question from a viewer. His name is Will Lenny. He goes, um, rank Newcastle, Everton and West Ham in order of who's the bigger club? Um, well, in terms of... Ah! In terms of 2021, West Ham are officially declared as massive. So They are. It is a fact. They yeah, are how do we How do we rank that? Well, I'm, off the top of my head, I would go Everton at the bottom. <laughs> by far. Okay, uh, by far. Um, but what are you? How are you doing this? Are you doing this uh, on ability? Are you uh, uh, sorry, not ability, but like um, success biggest. recently? No, biggest. Who's the biggest club? Oh. I'd go Everton, West Ham, Newcastle. Because not That's only do you, not only do you look at how big they are now, I think you have to look at the history of the club. And in which case, Everton would be top there, right? No, I think Newcastle. Really? Yeah. But Everton are the longest standing team in the top flight division. It doesn't mean they're the biggest. Yeah, but that means... Uh, all right, well, it for just means that they've, the big, they've been I think big Newcastle, for a long while. Newcastle, I think I have a better... There's more about them in terms of a bigger club. You have to look at the fans. You have to look at the culture around the club. Newcastle would be... It, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with the way. I think Newcastle are clearly number one. There you go. Absolutely. And they are the richest now as well. They are now the richest. There you go. Yeah, so you can't argue it. Um, but I would swap. I, I I don't even want to. Oh, people are gonna hate me for this, but I put. Huh? I think I put Everton second and then West Ham third. But but Matt, but because West Ham you, are massive. <clears throat> that's my that's my problem because if you exclude the if we if we were doing this three years ago, I don't think there'd be debate about the order. That's right? true. But because we're doing it now, West Ham are close to second or first in this They're list. They're changing. And is that how you decide things? I don't know. I think you have to take into consideration the past and the present and maybe the future. And mm. West Ham are on an upward trajectory. Now, West Ham... Up <laughs> what, to, and Newcastle on after just being taken over for £300 billion? Pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's why I put Newcastle first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. And West Ham second. Yeah, yeah. You know, West Ham's... In terms of the players that they've had through the club... It's a very strange question, by the way. Like, I think I think there's three of those... Those three clubs are very... Quite close to... They are, to yeah. Take, but yeah, West yeah. Ham look like of Ferdinand... Lampard, <clears throat> Joe Cole, Zola. Big name has played for West Ham throughout the years and they've had a very, very good uh, youth academy come through. 
Whereas Everton, Wayne Rooney. Who else? <laughs> that's all, that's who you, that's your default. <laughs> no, but my point is, Lukaku. I think. Boy, he was there. It was not youth though. Well, all right. He just fine. played for him. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Carry on. Uh, my point is, I would say Everton bottom, West Ham second, Newcastle first. Jamie, so we are in agreement. Jamie's that, shaking his head. We are in agreement that. Well, Everton have won the league nine times. Newcastle I, yeah, I said four, this. West I said Ham that, on a history basis, Everton would be first. I told you this. But... Yeah, but but I think Newcastle are bigger. And, and I also, but that's why I said it's but not you an also, easy. You have thing, to take. You're just like saying Everton are rock bottom. No, but you have to when take. When if you it, compare no, you histories, take, yeah, they are I'm, the top. I'm trying to balance out history and present. Look, I loved Everton under David Moyes. Well, Mikel if it's Arteta. history, if it's history and present, Newcastle are about to go down to the Championship. So how do you balance that? No, but they're not. They're going to be saved. Right. Well, if I care in trivia, look, this is just my opinion. Like, there's going to be no, people, no, it is. There's yeah, going to be people out there, and you've I'm, agreed with my opinion. No, I agree that Newcastle are first, yeah. So it's West Ham or everything. There's going to be people out there going, Fair is a fucking deluded idiot. Oh, sorry for having an opinion. There's also many no, multiple I, people out there who is, agree with my I, options. All I'm trying to do is dissect that opinion because mm. I, want to, I want to know the mind of people just think that People just think that I'm stupid. Well, it's not the, not the case. It's just an easy picking just because I'm saying, saying something. Mm. I think West Ham are bigger yeah, but you than did, Newcastle. You did also, uh, you Everton, did also say that Everton basically haven't done anything when they've actually won the league. I never said times. that. Okay, right. never said that. Put words into my mouth. It words into my mouth like that. <laughs> okay, exactly. I just think West Ham are bigger than Everton. And look, what, what you, for what basis? So, you, so my question to you is: you think the present has more weight? Okay, than for the example, past. give me the give me the give me the dates of when Everton won the league. No, but that's what I'm saying. So you think you think presently is more important than what they've done as a club? Well, no, I'm taking both into consideration. Okay, and I, even though West Ham don't have the titles, I think. You have to look at what they do for the city, for the people. What do they mean? Obviously, I know Everton means a lot for Liverpool, but there's two clubs. The, the Stratford area, West, West Ham are massive in the area. I don't know. I, I just feel like West Ham... <laughs> West Ham are massive in Stratford. <laughs> Therefore, they are bigger than Everton. I just feel... Club. Look, I'm sorry for saying I just think West Ham are bigger than Everton right now. Cool. Right now, they are bigger than Everton. Yeah, but that's not... the. the the whole debate. The whole was... point is taking both sides. I get it. I get it. So yeah. what? Everton have more titles. Cool story, bro. And, I still and, think... and they're like the longest standing yeah, club. Yeah, cool. I still think West Ham are bigger than Everton right now. But three years ago, I would have said Everton. So I'm therefore I'm taking the present and the past into consideration. Who's a bigger club, Barcelona or Man City? Barcelona. But they haven't won anything. What do you? What are you talking about? What do you mean they haven't won it? But that's about what, the last three years. Yeah, but you're. But I'm taking. But again, you're saying, no, you're saying the no, present again, weighs more. Again, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm taking both into consideration. You're putting words into my mouth. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm balancing up, and Barcelona's history, and Barcelona's present. Oh, okay, sorry. Together is more than City's history and City's present. But City are way better than them presently. So just with less history. Yeah. But that's what you've done with West Ham and Everton. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. No, that's it's not. That's literally the same it's thing. It's Barca fucking loner. Yeah, but Everton and West Ham have won n- nothing together over the uh, presently. Okay. So because they're fourth, uh, fifth in the Premier League, they are now a bigger club than... I just... Okay, I look at West Ham okay. and I just think you... Not quote-unquote massive because th- we yeah, all no. know this is... But the- I just think, all right, say for example, the last 20 years, yeah, you, you could, Everton would probably be more successful than West Ham. 
But I look at West Ham and I think of the players that they've brought through that influence the Premier League. Just every everything about West Ham, I just like as a culture. And that that's why a bigger club. I, that's why in my personal life, I would put West Ham above Everton, like I put Barcelona above Man City. Mm. Just interesting. And you would I'm, put Everton above West Ham, but you don't see I'm, me no, fucking saying, going after yours. No, I'm not saying yours is wrong. I'm just I'm asking the reasoning behind why you're picking the way you're picking. That's that's what, my reasoning. All right, and I put Barcelona over Man City. Yeah, could and you? I'd put Arsenal over Man City. Mm-hmm. Who's bigger club, Arsenal, Man City? I put Arsenal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, not at the moment. When when it can't compete with them, we're still a bigger club though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Then, you're right. Yeah. So therefore, that's exactly the same as West Ham and Everton. Okay. Yeah. So you're going Newcastle first, West Ham second, and then Everton third. Measly at the bottom. No, it's no, near no, the it other is two. T- no, it is tight. Like the West gap Ham. between third and second is absolutely ginormous. You could fit another it's list tight. in between. Look, I said three years ago I'd put Everton above West Ham. We didn't do a pod three years ago. I know, but I, I said if you asked me this question three years ago, ah. I'd do that. No, I no, think, yeah, yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate, think, mate. It's I interesting. think it goes Newcastle, West Ham, Everton. Good. I can't disagree with that. It's your opinion. That is my fucking opinion. <laughs> Take it or leave it. No, I, like I know it. there's people going to be commenting, <clears throat> oh, Phil doesn't know anything about... No, you've just blah, won a blah, lot blah, of West Ham fans for this podcast, so I agree with you. That's good. I yeah. love West Ham. No, I love West Ham, but I, that's not, that wasn't the question. Who do you love more? West Ham. <laughs> yeah. It's not because I live near the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slowly, reason why Slowly You're turning You're a Stratford resident so slowly, you... slowly Slowly turning into A West Ham fan Is that why you walk through You walk everywhere like this? I walk through like that Going Deckers Deckers <laughs> Oh it's true actually You have been partying With Declan Rice before So that is Another that... reason Hello People probably think Why is he saying hello for Randomly in the podcast But if yeah. you're watching the video You can see that I'm absolutely sucking At to move the car Because it was parked But yeah. Just couldn't stand me And went outside And stood in the rain I just got so minutes. angry About that New Newcastle Everton West Ham debate That I had to just go Take a oh, breather Oh in that order No I just did it in uh, Alphabetical order Anyways um, I got some viewer stories Okay I got some viewer stories One of them comes in From Harrison From Australia G'day mate I've actually met him. I filmed a video with him in Australia. Nice. Very, very good at graphics. Top gazer. Oh, oh, he yeah. goes, I know this is a funny one. Yep. Went to a Man United Masters FC match, whereas ex-players, who I'm probably trying to make some extra cash. <laughs> Anyways, after the match, I met Wes Brown and Louis Saha. Very, very cool. I took a picture of Saha and got him to hashtag it with me in the pic. Quite cool. He questioned what it was and asked if it was gang related. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> uh, he said... No, he, he goes, I said no, and we took a pic. Uh, he then asked me to delete it because he no longer approved of it. <laughs> so he took <laughs> it, deleted it. He just didn't believe, don't forget to hashtag yeah. it. Um, I tried explaining to him and got hashtags IG up, uh, but he ended up walking down the tunnel <laughs> and left him. Uh, anyways, I recovered. Wait, was this before a game? After. Oh. Anyways, I recovered the pic and posted it on Twitter later that night. He just recovered, he deleted it and recovered it. Um, but, um, but he did manage to get... Wes Brown to do it. So he's got the picture here of Louis Saha and Wes Brown. Don't forget to hashtag it. Nice. Louis Saha just thought it was a gang-related sign. And he I was going to delete it. He wouldn't be a fan of you saying Everton were last, by the way. Well, he would go, you're United first. West, uh, Man United, because he pays for both of them. 
That's, everyone in the combo. It's quite a cool story, though. That isn't is it? a cool story. Uh, Harry Longworth says, says to me, this is a good one. I haven't actually read it, so I hope it's a good one. He goes, got into an argument with Roy Keane once over a photo. Ooh, we do love the Roy Keane ones, yeah. don't we? Spotted him one day at a Wigan match when I was no older than 14 in the gantry. So I walked over to ask for a photo. He immediately shut the idea down. <laughs> you ain't having a photo yeah, with yeah. me, son. And couldn't, Sorry, did that again? I, I couldn't understand why I would want a photo with him. He couldn't understand why I would want a photo with him when, when neither... Is this still Roy Keane? Where, yeah, and here's the reason why. He couldn't understand why anyone would want a photo with him. That's his job, isn't it? As he wasn't a Man United fan or somebody he knew. <laughs> just a simple no. Well, yeah, so what did Roy Keane say after that? What did he say about... He just, he just goes no, to... No, no, what did Roy Keane say after that? What did he say? It goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes... Hello there, my name's Roy. <laughs> Hello there. I don't understand why you'd want a photo with me. Uh, Are you a United fan? No. Are you a Celtic fan? No. Do you know who I am? No. Yeah. So why the fuck do you want a photo with yeah, me? Yeah, crazy. Just a simple no would have been fine. Um, I wasn't in the mood to argue with him. Was this at a Celtic game? No, it was at a Wigan match. Oh, what? Why? I don't know why it was at a Wigan match, if I'm being perfectly honest. Interesting. Um, I thought that was a cool one. And then I've got one more for you as well. This one comes in from... I don't know. I don't know the name. I don't know the name, but who cares? Uh, here's a story of when I met a footballer. If it is you, let us know, because we don't have the name, unfortunately. Laddie D. I'm a store manager at Domino's Pizza in Leeds. Oi. And was amazed when one day Luke Ayling came in to collect an order. <laughs> a, Bielsa, a Bielsa player eating pizza is an, uh, unheard of. Yeah, that is crazy. And sorry, Luke, we've just exposed you. And then Luke Ayling exited the store and Bielsa stood like this <laughs> outside. He actually put the name as Luke Wailing, so no one would understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a lovely bloke and took po- photos of all the staff. One of my <laughs> colleagues took his card payment when he left, only for me to notice five minutes after the card receipt came out and it had been declined. <laughs> I oh, awkward, Luke I, has been called out. How much is that? Like 12 quid? I awkwardly had to call him back, explain what happened, and then take his card payment over the phone. Top bloke. Love the podcast, lads. Oh. Luckily, he answered, by the way. That is, yeah. Because it would probably come up a random number. Unless, what, what did Luke, unless what did, he had Domino's lead. Yeah, so he called up Luke Ayling. What did Luke Ayling say? He goes, all right, mate. I just had my teeth whitened. No. And I just ordered my pizza. <laughs> and yeah, no worries, mate. Sorry, must have been the wrong card. Let me transfer some money over from my... Are you my... confusing Luke Ayling for David Beckham? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there you go. Um, also, I had the boys in my boys' group chat. Um, they listened. Oh, yes, they listened. I saw. Yeah. Luke, Luke responded, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, they found it hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> About the Robbie And I was actually very scared. I was very scared when they put that in the group chat because I was scared. Invite him back. Yeah. <laughs> they were going to put him back. And actually, I was even more scared. So I was going to post I was gonna post the story yeah. uh, of us talking about it yeah, on yeah. my story yeah. but I didn't because I noticed that Robbie Savage had viewed my story <laughs> and I was like ah, I, said, I won't post this one <laughs> he, but he, he'd probably find it funny now five years yeah. later so what did Robbie Savage say? he didn't view my story oh no but what, what did Robbie Savage say? he goes alright mate <laughs> <laughs> he can't do the same he's Welsh <laughs> he doesn't really sound oh, he's here. Did, were you trying to do a Welsh accent? no oh, okay uh, how did wait yours from where I'll be. <laughs> All right, oh, All right. If he ever watches this, we'd actually really love to have him on. I think it'd be a great... It'd be fantastic. It'd be a great anecdote to It'd talk be brilliant. Well. It'd yeah. be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Robbie, if you are watching, 
or yeah. Charlie, welcome to the sh- welcome uh, on. Both actually, yeah. Honestly, it'd be funny talk to talk about, about that debut. incident as well. I yeah. think it'd be really funny. Um, but we've got the first oh. quiz of 2022. Now you know yes. how this works: five questions, one true or false, one who am I, three normal questions, and this week has been done by young Jamie once more because there's no <laughs> guest and I want to take part in the quiz. Yes. Is that a five? Should we just get one up? Should we just like look at one? And also, don't cheat, please. We want you to answer the questions in the comments down below. And obviously, should we do me versus you? Oh, okay. Let's do me that. versus you, shall we? Oh, yeah. Um, well, you've got the answers, right? So just, okay. Yeah, so question number one is... I, all, I'm, I can run and read it to you. Okay. Yeah. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is one of only six Norwegian players to have scored a Premier League hat-trick. Can you name one of the other five? <laughs> I actually think... Oh, I know this. Uh, oh, I actually I've th- got one. No, no. I've got one. No. Just, just King. Bang! <laughs> See ya. See ya. Against Everton. Boom. That's definitely factually correct. Okay, so you've narrowed mine down because I can only name one of four now. Yep. That's why he went in there first. And I'm going with... I just hope he played in the Premier League. I don't know if he did, if I'm being honest. One of only a few <laughs> Danish players I know. Did Ericsson... Wait, actually... Do you, want to st- do you want to try a different nation? Because that might not be the correct answer. Oh, Norwegian. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was going to say Michael, yeah. say Michael Laudrup. But he's Danish, not Norwegian. Right. Well then, Norwegian players. <laughs> That's why I said Josh King. Ah, I've got one. Go on. Morton Gamps Pedersen. Oh! That was a, hey, that was a good that, shout, that though. That was a good shout. Go on, I, I'm not... John Carew. Did Harlan's dad get one? No. Never. All right. Uh, Big Toran for Chelsea. John Carew. Stefan Iverson. Stefan Iverson. You know him. No, I know. Our classic fuel toff. Yeah, so really, you... so really we were back in Josh King as the only person. More than Gams Pedersen. Never scored a hat trick for Blackburn. He just got a worldier game. So you're on one out, <laughs> you're on one out of one. That was a bloody hard question. Yeah, you're on one it? out of one. I'm on zero out of one. Theo's ball knowledge getting exposed. Question number two. You would have said Josh King then, right? I would have said Josh King. Would yeah. you have said it if we'd have said it three, two, one? I actually thought Josh King was English. Anyways, question number <laughs> two. Question number two. I'm only joking. He's a uh, Norway only, flag on FIFA. Josh, Josh King. King. Uh, number two. Who is the only player to score in the final of a Champions League, UEFA Cup, FA Cup and League Cup? I actually think I know this. I think I know this. I genuinely think I know this. I think I know this. Why do you keep saying Because here's Wait, why I know this. A, a I was watching... The, the score in the final of each of them. Okay, so not the, to- not the tournament. So it's not the final of the Champions League plus the other tournaments. Yeah, it's... Right. Any, the only one I'm a bit iffy on is the League Cup so I'm just hoping that he did it basically I was watching I know he scored in the UEFA Cup final I know he scored in the Champions League final I know he scored in the FA Cup final the only reason I know about the UEFA Cup final is because in 2001 he scored it and it was one of the greatest finals of all time and they won like 5-4 Liverpool um, I'm going with Steven Gerrard oh really I'm going with Steven Gerrard because I was watching the greatest finals of all time on Sky last night I'm going Stevie G. It's just, I know he scored in Champions League, UEFA Cup and FA Cup finals. Obviously, FA Cup against West Ham, UEFA Cup against some dodgy team. I can't pronounce it. I reckon they're very lucky to be there. Champions League was obviously against Milan. Um, League Cup, I'm just guessing he scored in a final. So that's my my only hope, Obi-Wan. I I was never going to say Steven Gerrard, so I'll say somebody different. Okay. Um, Remember, they'd have to play in England for this to happen. That is true. I don't think, has Aguero been in a Champions League final? 
Shea Guerrero. I don't think he's been in the Champions League final, though. It's Stevie G! Behind those ball! Yeah. Oh, my God! That was good. And it was <clears> only because I watched the greatest finals of all time really? on Sky last night. I'm and it, they, they, they had a 2001 UEFA Cup final against a team that I can't even remember the name of. They were very lucky to be... Well, they were, there was a, it's an achievement to be there. And the final score was like 5-4 or something, like 6-5 or something ridiculous like that. It was Comeback City. Yeah. You've, you've, like, comeback City in terms of the quiz as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Suck on that one, people that think I don't know ball. That was actually quite impressive. Right, so we're one out of one each. Well, one out of two each. I'm just, I was just double-checking that Aguero's been to a Champions League final. Of course he hasn't. Yeah, that's what I mean. But he didn't score in it. Yeah, right, he did not. Right, question number. Did you say that was so much chest? Oh, shut up! Are you done? <laughs> um, who? Question number three. So we're both on one out of two. Mm. Who is the only player from Guinea to have won a Premier League medals winner? Premier League winners medal. Guinea. Guinea. <laughs> As in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> I don't know anyone from Guinea. Oh god, this is dangerous. <laughs> I don't want to say something outrageous because it makes me seem ridiculous if he's not from Guinea and you'd be like, well, you can't I'm say that I'm trying to think it. of like Arsenal Invincibles. I Why do you reckon Jamie would have done this to us? <clears throat> Wait, what What did Balassi change his nationality to? Congo. Oh. Because it was Laurent. Was he Cote d'Ivoire? Right back oh, for Arsenal. Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Oh. Maybe, maybe he isn't. He's, just, he's smiling. I'm going to go with Laurent. Oh, Christ. I, don't, I, think I'm, I think I'm wrong. I don't think it was Guinea. I think it was Cote d'Ivoire. I don't actually I have know a any Guinea players. And I don't want to say a name because it makes me sound... Like an idiot. Yeah, when he's like, oh no, he's from France. I'm going to go with Laurent. Um... Just say pass if you don't know. Pass. Nabi Kate. Oh! <laughs> Is that Guinea? Is that Guinea? Oh my god! I didn't know that was the flag. No, I'm just, I was trying to go through like FIFA flags. Oh, I know the. Is Laurent? Co- Is he Cote d'Ivoire? Green as well. Yeah, I it's th- red, yellow, green. I didn't realize. It. You, do you know what? If you'd have shown me the flag, yeah. I'd have gone. Kate has won the prem. Oh, Laurent's Cameroon. I'm an idiot. Yeah. But that's why I didn't want to say... You know, Laurent name. was one of my favourite players. Really? I loved it. It was the Arsenal shirt which had like the white background and he put the name... It's like the 04-05 shirt. Yeah. He was one of my favourite players. I loved him. He's so good at penalties, so by annoying. the way. If I'd have seen the flag, I'd have definitely said Keita. But <sighs> the nation just didn't associate with it. That makes me seem really idiotic, but it's well, never mind. Quite a flip, man. Quite a flip. Um, that was a good question. Yeah, also, so both on one out of three. Question number four is a true or false. This is outrageous. If but this I, is a... Wait... Is Papua New Guinea? Papua New Guinea isn't Guinea though. That's what is. that's what's throwing me off. I is think that's not? a completely different place, isn't it? No, I think Papua New Guinea. No, that's not Guinea. That's a completely different place. So is that Papua New Guinea and Guinea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was. You said Papua New Guinea, and I was like, what? Papua, oh, yeah, that's Papua Guinea. New Guinea, South South America. Guinea so, is Africa. Oh wait, why did this? Oh, they're so confusing, man. So that's what put me off. You saying Papua New it's Guinea? It's like the British like, Virgin what? Islands. Is it the British Virgin Islands? Is it? Is it, is it? Yeah, so Guinea's in Africa. Papua New Guinea is in near Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Nis- are you sure? I thought it was near Samoa. <laughs> we need to we need to we need to rub up on our on our, on our knowledge of the map of the world map. 
It's near Australia. Yeah, see, so I was right. Near yeah, Samoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. See, oh, fucking, I know. There you go. Anyways, number four is a true or false. Nabby bloody cater, eh? Christian Pulisic. Middle name is Mate. So his name is Christian Mate Pulisic. I thought it was LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, do you know what, you know what actually is so funny? Christian like the, Amer- James. The, the American TikToks of <laughs> yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christian Pulisic playing soccer. Yeah, they, they think he's like God's gift, don't they? <laughs> but with football. Crazy. There's. I'm I going to go false. True. Ah! Oh! <laughs> I'm. Oh, I thought it was so outrageous. There's no. Wait, surely. What? Why don't you? His middle name is Christian. His name is Christian Mate Pulisic. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine if we played in the. Imagine if we played in the Australian league and they were like, "Oh, Christian Mate." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I'm wait, sorry, wait, that mate. is the most American thing I've ever heard in yeah. my life. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Christian mate, dude, Pilosic. From Australia. <laughs> Christian mate, uh, Pilosic. Yeah. That's such... No, I, I, now, I, I now understand the American TikToks. They all, it makes sense. Yeah, he, yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. he is a stereotype. Pilosic, mate. stereotype. How is his middle name, mate? That's not even a word. That's not even a name. Or is it? Well, it is. Yeah. There you go. Mate. <laughs> mate. Imagine calling your name, mate. Imagine calling your mate, mate. <laughs> I don't think imagine you get, you the name of imagine, the people. Imagine like you he... Name your child. You know how some people uh, take their middle name as their first name? <laughs> mate Pulisic. Yeah, mate. <laughs> G'day, mate. Mate. Mate, mate. Mate, mate. Oh. Anyways. Right. Question number five. So you're on two out of four. I'm on one. <laughs> Yeah, I am on two for the most outrageous reason. Uh, okay, then. Roity ho, mate. Who am I? I have played in France, England, Spain, Italy, Jesus Greece, Christ. Indonesia, and Azerbaijan. After retirement in 2020, I've gone on to manage Danish Super League side FC Nordland. I have won the Premier League twice, the FA Cup four times, the Champions League, and I was in BBC's African Football of the Year in 2006. Right. <laughs> right. France, 2006. Spain, Italy, Greece, Greece, Indonesia, and Azerbaijan. Uh, I think I know who it is. I've got a shout here, but I'm not sure if I'm right. The only one that threw me off is management. Hmm. Hmm. 2006. So 2006, Eto was up for the Ballon d'Or. I was thinking Eto. He was up with the Ballon d'Or. And he played for Everton, Chelsea. Eto, which he played for Real Madrid. Thought. He played for Inter Milan in France. In France, though, who did he play for in France? He also he also played in Russia, and that hasn't been listed. But I don't know if that's yeah. Mission. No, that would he put Indonesia you put and Makalaka was you would Russia, put Russia right? if it wasn't yeah. So I don't think it's Eto. But in two thousand six, because he that was the, no the, oh, oh four he was up for the Ballon d'Or oh four Drogba. Again, I thought he played Drogba, in France. But he was in America. But did he play He's, in Italy? Drogba played in America as yeah. well, though, and you put that wouldn't you. You would. Yeah. 06. 06. Where did SCM play? Is he, is he in management? Oh! Indonesia, though. I don't remember. Uh, actually, I was going to say Colo Torre. Greece. But then you would have put Scotland as well because he played for Celtic. Yeah. Oh, so this is a toughie. This is a good one, Jamie. Oh, this is a this is a. T- it's, it's only BBC's, by the way, so it's not, it's not yeah, massive. Not, well... England, Spain, Italy, 
Greece, Greece. Indonesia, and Azerbaijan. Indonesia. So like, oh six. Who was on? <laughs> you really got me. You really got me baffled on this one. Danish Super League side. I'm forgetting that. That's irrelevant. Management. But that actually. Oh, okay. Won the Premier League twice. Ever. They, they, they would have played. That's why I'm thinking Drogba. Premier League twice. Ever. You put America, wouldn't you? If you. But mm, maybe he's. Maybe. Maybe, mate. <laughs> 2006, mate. But Drogba didn't retire in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then was 06 before his time? Because he's been playing for Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, didn't retire. He only retired recently. 2020. Yeah, yeah, playing Greece. Yeah. Did he? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Has Yaya won the Champions League with Uh, Barcelona? um, I'm going to go Michael Essie. Oh, Neil. Yeah, he played for Real Madrid, Essien. Yeah, but I don't know the other clip. Did he play in Italy? Bloody hell, man. This is hard. Hard as nails. Uh, The only reason that sways me to think that it might be Essien is because it says retirement in 2020. But I don't know if he's managing. FA Cup four times around that era. It would have been... Champions League winner. United or Chelsea. Chelsea. I think United or Chelsea, right? Has to be United or Chelsea. How many Africans can you remember from United? Not many. That brothers. retired in 2020. <laughs> exactly. That's why Chels. So Drogba or Essien? I'm going Essien. Um, that's my guess. That was my guess. You know what? I'll just go Drogba. Yeah! yeah! Come I thought I'd go Drogba just to, you know, because I, I know he didn't retire in 2020. I thought I'd go with it to add a bit of, you know. Di- Let's go! Diversity within the answers. Yeah. I don't want to go the same as you. You Were you going to go Essien? Yeah, but I don't want to go the same as you. Were you going to go Essien because I said Essien? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. That was good. Well, we yeah. definitely spent way longer on that one than we should have done. I got one out of five, so fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jay. That was another good quiz. But with, uh, next week when we've got guests on again, we're going to have to go back to me and you. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Producing it. I did enjoy that. that was... I actually enjoy doing it more than knowing the answers and what yeah I prefer, I prefer I prefer I prefer me I like taking part in the yeah, quiz the brain are you able to over. do that every week oh. yeah right do we do predictions not really any point because we're halfway through a game week so I probably don't there's probably no point but currently uh, we've got the remaining games of this week are Southampton Brentford Everton Leicester West Ham Norwich just going to put it out there I think Brentford getting away win versus Southampton Leicester getting away win versus Everton and West Ham beat Norwich Okay. Oh, for the rest of the game week? Yeah. Next week, yeah. I, 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 I. Yeah, I agree. Wicked. Um, yeah, before we go as well, because it's a brand new year, we are planning on getting a lot of different people, a lot of various guests on. So if you guys have anyone in the world of football that you'd actually like to see come on here and discuss things with us mm. in a nice chatty format, then leave them down below because we want to put out episodes that you want to watch so quickly before we end <laughs> okay. what's your quick opinion on this oh. Leeds have confirmed that the parents slash guardians of children who invade the pitch oh. will be given a one year ban I saw that I saw that today Um, yeah I mean that's I don't know 
Want Obviously, ki kids want to meet the heroes, yeah. but parents should know better. Why is it a rule for kids? Kids are okay to run on the pitch, but adults aren't. Is it because <laughs> kids aren't? So you're saying no, no, no. So, is it because so kids... what, what you really want to happen is if there's a 35 year old man that runs on the pitch, the parent their parent or guardian <laughs> gets banned for a it's year. It's not. I don't think it's the kids' fault for running on because they don't. Obviously, sometimes they may not know. Yeah. They're not allowed to do that. Yeah. But it's definitely the fault of the parents because they are the child is under their supervision and yeah. the parents should know better that they are not allowed to do that. Yeah. So is a one-year ban appropriate, right decision or not? Uh, I think it matters in context though as well though, right? Imagine if you just got promoted. Or is it just Leeds no, that are doing this? I think it's just, it's just Leeds. Oh, uh, During a game, after the game. Kid runs on to meet his hero, Bamford. I don't know, actually. I, I, personally, I think it's a bit weird. I mean... I understand Unless why. Unless they're streaking, I understand. They get it, I understand like... why because it. You could argue it's one rule for one and one rule for another. Yeah. But also, it's a it's a kid. Yeah, it's a child. He wants to meet his hero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then again, they're not allowed on the pitch. <laughs> why? So I'm going to leave this one open ended. <laughs> let us know your thoughts in the comments. <laughs> Obviously, let us know who you want on the podcast going forward. Yeah, follow said. us on Spotify, Apple. You know what you can do on Spotify. TikTok. You can now rate us five oh, stars. Can. Yeah, please. Please. That's what we'd like as a little New Year gift. Yes. Don't forget to join our FPL, which the code is GQXNGC, and you could win our signed shirt signed by multiple legends of the game. Yeah, um, and we'll see you next week with a proper episode, basically, where we fully recovered from COVID and... Well, we have. Well, sorry, I should point out, though. We ha we had nobody has it here, but I'm just less bungy next time. There and you we'll go. We'll see you next You're time. You're not going to end on a bottle flip, are you? Okay, right. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye.